and um, welcome back to HFC. Uh, this week is is a little bit different because um, honestly, I've been I was busy this week. I was planning on doing it today, and it just happened that some family members I haven't seen in forever came to visit. And at first, I was like, "Oh no, I'm not going to have time to do it." And then I was like, "You know what? Like, it doesn't always have to be a 30 minute thing. Sometimes it can just be a five minute, ten minute thing." And I wanted to share a quick realization this week of something that I felt like God was putting in my heart, specifically just for some stuff that I've been praying about. And maybe this is some stuff that, you know, correlates with you and um, the time that you're in right now. So I feel like I've been pretty open about the fact that God has, at the beginning of this year, I spent some time um, praying to God, just asking him to help me come up with plans, not plans, but like growth areas, areas I wanted to grow with and, and things that I could pray for for this year. And I prayed and God was like, yeah, we'll do those things. Just be specific and have faith that I'm going to do them. And this is going to be a big year of growing faith and and just trusting in me. And so I've been trying to trust God and having faith and trying to have faith. And I've been back and forth. And there's been moments where I'm high and there's been moments where I'm low. And there's been moments where I'm discouraged and, and where I look at all the evidence around me and I'm like, this is just not happening. And so... The uh, verse I want to talk about today <clears throat> is a very simple one, and it actually goes with an episode that we had previous where we talked about Jesus as a catalyst for change, meaning when Jesus is present, things are going to happen. Catalyst comes from um, chemistry, in case you've, I don't know, no, don't know the word. It usually means when you introduce a catalyst, a chemical reaction begins to change, which fundamentally changes, entirely changes the thing forever. It is no longer the same. There is no way of getting it back to be the same. And so that's why I think of Jesus as a catalyst, because when Jesus did what he did on the cross and he died for us and he um, took our sin, he forever changed and did what people thought was impossible. He came back from the dead and he took sin and he who was with, without sin became sin to take our sin and then made us pure in his way. And and in that way, we're able to forever pray for his for forgiveness and plead the blood of Jesus over our lives and receive forgiveness. And so today's message is not complicated. It comes from John 16. It's John 16, verse 33. It says, These things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. And the reason I'm sharing this is because I feel like God led me to this. It was... um. Kind of part of a devotion I was do- I'm doing called uh, Finding Your Meaningful Pursuit. And I was just feeling really discouraged. Like, I'm like, God, I just, <clears throat> why would you choose me to go after something that, and to pray for someone that doesn't seem like they have any interest in what I'm praying for? It doesn't seem like, or it seems highly unlikely that I'm going to receive this or do that. And I just felt really discouraged and I felt like it was a waste of my time. And I just, I felt so just just like lonely because I, I wanted someone to communicate this with, but I didn't know who to talk to. And <clears throat> two things happened. Um, one, this verse happened, and and he reminded me that that he is a catalyst, that we may suffer tribulations and difficulties in the world, and we may suffer persecution and all these things, but he has overcome the world. Not only in the sense of he is there with us through these struggles, but also in the sense of the promises and the plans he has for us might not make sense with the evidence around you. They might not make sense with the things that you see around you. 
but he has overcome this world. Previously, God sent Jesus to die for our sins, which before he did it would have been unheard of. And so some of us might be thinking, this doesn't seem like something that's possible or reasonable given what I've experienced or what others have experienced. But God is saying, he is a catalyst for change. He did unheard of things in the past. When those Pharisees saw him healing people, not only were they were like, wow, he was doing, but not only was he healing and doing things and miracles that were people were going crazy over because they had never seen anything like that, but he was doing unheard of things. He was praying and, and healing on Sundays when he wasn't supposed to. He was correcting them and, and giving them word that they had never heard before or interpreting word in ways that they had never heard before. And he was doing unheard of things every single day of his life. And so that's part of what I'm saying. That, <clears throat> well, in this world, we abide by the rules, but he has overcome the rules. So when we are with God and we are with Jesus and we're following in his will, if he says something's going to happen or if you're praying for something and he says he's going to fulfill it, it doesn't matter what evidence there is or isn't. The fact of the matter is Jesus has overcome the world and he's done unheard of things very often. If you don't believe me, look up just just look up all the amazing things Jesus did, all the miracles he did. Some of them were literally accounted for in like a sentence or two, because if they were to list every single miracle that he did, then it would be impossible. There is even a point where, I think it was like Mark, John, and Luke, where they're talking about Jesus coming back from the dead, and he was doing miracles and teaching them so many stuff. And it says if they were to talk about everything that he did, it would take forever, because he did so many things in just the time that he was back, let alone his entire life. I'm sure there's so many things he did that weren't that were unaccounted for, so many people that he prayed for, so many people that he healed, so many parables that he shared. It's just we don't know about them. But even from the ones we do know about, there's so many. And there's evidence in the Bible that specifically tells that there's that he didn't talk about all the miracles because they wouldn't fit in the Bible. There's too many miracles that he did. And so if you're thinking this is just impossible and you're feeling discouraged, just remember that. Jesus is a catalyst for change. When he is present, impossible things happen. Impossible things happen. There were people before Jesus came that believed there would never be a time without making sacrifices and living without sacrifices and being without sin. There were people that when they saw Jesus, they were just, wow, because they had never imagined something like that. And now because Jesus died, he's not just in one area. He is with each and every single one of us. So Jesus is is within each and every single one of us if we accept him into our hearts. So he is preparing us for a change that shouldn't be reasonable or possible. Granted, are you going to receive everything? No, it still has to be within his will. But if it's his will and he's telling you it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Just have faith and believe so. Anyway, that was the, um, the message for this week. Um, it's really late because I didn't get to record this until after my um, family members left because it was too loud and, and I'm not upset or anything. I just was explaining why this one's shorter. Um, but you know, God has a plan. So maybe it was just meant to be short so that someone who wouldn't normally listen to a long message would listen to this one. As always, let's go ahead and end this one with a prayer. Dear God, thank you for your sacrifice. Thank you for 
just being in our lives, being present and making things that shouldn't make sense happen, things that shouldn't happen, happen. For overcoming the world so that we wouldn't have to. For giving us a way out of what the world would corner us into or say that we belong to. For redefining us, taking the labels that they have given us and destroying it and, and, and relabeling us not as a sinner, not as an addict, not as a, a mess up, a screw up, but as children of God, Lord, as your loved children, as your friend, as your faithful servant, Lord. We thank you for that, Lord. I pray that you continue to lead us away from temptation and to help us find your word, provide answers to the questions that we have. Help us to discover the questions we have. Help us to discover the lies that we are currently living with so that we can confront them with your word and your truth and just solely start to change with your word who we are, what, how we think, and, and what we do. Lord, I pray all these things in your mighty name. And I thank you, Lord, for just being there and being our friend. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of Rejoice. I did notice I forgot to say number two. Number two is um, I realized that God wanted, uh, wanted me to be his friend. Not his conversation. And so I wanted to cover it in episode, though not in just...